Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? Bing bong. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I am your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things old. And I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's Tommy Pickles to his Uncle Stu, on Grandpa Stu. Um, what up? Am on the mic. How's everyone doing? <laughs> and before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, it is well documented that Kalo is near the age of retirement at the ripe old age of 25. And it sucks because I am young and I need friends to play. And Kale's like, it's seven o'clock. I should be in my bed by now. Um, um. It is true. It is true. Now, they always say like 25 is like your peak. You, you hit it. That, that's it. It's, it's like, like I got to be enjoying life. No, 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 25, no, 25 is your peak, because 20, 18, you're able to drive, 21, you're allowed to drink alcohol, 25, you can you rent can, a car, you can rent a car, and you could smoke weed without affecting your brain, because your brain's fully um, developed. Everything, My brain is still growing. Before, after 25, it's all just downhill, like, you hit your stride, it's all down here, go get married, go get retired, you're done. Just just be done with life at that point. 25, just yeah. as SpongeBob said with the coffin. All right, get in. <laughs> oh, my God. But, DJ, you had something you wanted to bring up here on the Get Comfy podcast. And what do we have for our listeners today? Um, Is it too old to be going out? And mind you, when I be going out, I mean, like, going out to a club, going out with friends and all that to the bar. Because I'm a DJ. And I recently DJed over the weekend, and I saw... These people that were extremely old dancing with all these young people, and you could tell they were old because you saw these wrinkles on their face. They were, they had the story like I lived through this. I, bit, I partied to the nineteen twenties, the rolling twenties. I seen it all. Mm-hmm. I was partying at a Y two K, and I'm partying at the COVID nineteen style. I've been through it all, and, it, and I was just like, dude, are you are you escaping your nursing home? Like, aren't, aren't you supposed to be in bed right now? Someone tranquilize him. Put him down. Put him down. Put him in the coffin. Put him in the coffin. Now, there is the popular, like, midlife crisis thing. But the fact that... Is it the, real? I don't know. Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, I've seen it in my neighborhood, personally, especially where people are, like, in their 60s, and they're driving this nice, expensive car, and I'm like, you're clearly having a midlife crisis, dude, but, um, and and I'm not talking about, like, a midlife crisis, like, this person has a significant other, like, shit, like, even though you have a significant other, do you really want to go out, and then you have all the people staring at your significant other, it's just like, no, like, if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out bowling with my friends that I know that can't stare at me, because, look at me, I want my friends to look at me, I don't want some random person at the globe going, mm, mm, your wife has a nice ass, dude. Mm, mm. I feel like there is a cutoff as far as like when you can go to the club. Because if you are over the age of like, let's say, I'll be nice and give it 34. You're saying 34. 
Because it's like reasonably young, but like it's also like you're getting up there, you're near 40. So 34, you'd be like, stop going to the club, go to the bar. Or like Go to like Weenie Hut Juniors Weenie. or something. <laughs> oh my God. But like you might throw out your hip in the club. I mean, I'm 25 and I went out with my friends, uh, much like you mentioned bowling. I went bowling and the night, or the, not the night after, the day after. And you, we talked about it at length of our stories at the bowling alley. I, we can't this do it was anymore. A, we can't do it anymore. We can't do it no more. Like we used to do it. Like we used to do it up. We used to do it knowing that we have work the next day. Work the next day. But that like the day after I woke up in the morning, I was sore. And like <laughs> I didn't even do anything taxing. I was sore. I was like grant you I was tired because like everyone knows my bedtime's like 10 o'clock. But like I was like I was like, what is wrong with me? I didn't even do it. I was literally just sitting and talking. The fact that I was maybe in a public place, maybe that's what caused it. But I was like, man, I ain't built for this world no more. Someone put me in a home. Put me in like, a coffin. Put me in the coffin. But like, even in general, like the whole going out thing nowadays, like Grant, you can say COVID, whatever. I just even as a young person, I'm just kind of like, why? Mm-hmm. Like I've adapted the mindset of, yeah, I could go out to the bar and I could spend like $15 on one beer or I can get a 15 pack for around the same price and be home and be merry and, mm-hmm. you know, do it on my own accord. You and know, I have to worry about like Hugh Hefner mm-hmm. lookalikes out there <laughs> coming for me at like the age of 57. No, I don't got to worry about that. See, I, I, I can vouch, especially in the city where the drinks are really expensive. I remember I had a, I got a Jack and Coke and it was $17. My gosh. For, and it wasn't even a good Jack and Coke. It was really bad. And then I was like, you know what? I went and then I didn't leave a good tip because I was like, it's really bad. I'm not going to get it. So I go upstairs to the other bar and I get a shot of Jameson. 12 bucks. And I'm like, you know what? Compared to the city, I thought 12 bucks was fine. Mind you, I go to the one near our uptown to the bars, and I get a Corona, 7 bucks. I'm just like, that's still kind of pushing it. But I think, like you said, just go to 15 bag, get a pack of White Crawl. I'm good for the night or for the weekend, either or. But I think you said 34 is pushing it. I think it's when you're four, you can see wrinkles and, like, you can see that you've been through it all, like, 40, 45, because 30s, you're still looking for that one-night hookup that's going to turn into marriage. You're going to be looking for that one fling that you end up getting someone preggers, and then you stay with them for the rest of the life because you don't want to pay child support, because bump that. And they I, say romance is dead. <laughs> it's alive and well in DJ AIM. Oh, yeah, just the words that come out of my mouth. Um, but, you yeah, know, I think 40 is like, just like go to the bars, just stop going to the clubs. We let the kids have fun. I say kids, like I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. Um, 25. Um, but you know, 40, just peak. That's like that's it. No more. Let's see your ID, sir. Oh, you're 40. Yeah, no, no, no. Winnie Hunt Juniors is down the um down the road. And let let's say our viewers or listeners are are older in the sorts. We're not saying to not go out. No, I am 100. percent I am. Uh, at least I'm not like I'm saying don't go to the club go to a bar 
Go to the bingo halls, you 40-year-olds. The bingo halls. Hey, you know, the bingo halls are a serious place. If you say bingo and you don't have bingo, Granny Smith sitting next to you is going to clock you in the head with her cane. And that, is, that is on everything. That is on my bucket list to do. I have yet to find a bingo hall near my area, but that is that is my list to do, to go to a bingo hall and yell bingo multiple times, not just once, multiple times. And see how many times I can say it without getting kicked well, before I get kicked out. Now you brought up bingo. like the, bingo, bing bong. That's what you should be saying. Bing bong. It's now you brought up like the club and like how people would be looking at your significant other, and I guess that ties into like what I had a question about when it comes to the bars, and of course you being the man of the people, being out in the streets, literally. I- you're out in the streets, literally. No, I'm telling this ass on the streets, what you mean. Hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make a quick buck around here. Mm-hmm. But let's say your significant other is at the bar getting a drink. Mm-hmm. And let's say someone buys them a drink. You know, T-Pain, I'm going to buy you a drink. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave the bartender, though, so, you know. I'm not hey, you know, it happens, but... Let's say someone else buys your significant other a drink. Are you going to be like defensive? Or are you going to get out there and be like, hey, don't buy drinks? Or you, mm-hmm. will you be like me, big brain? Buy hey, me a drink. Ask, say you're a big fan of Miller Lite. Mm-hmm. Shoo, go go back. Go get it. Um, Yo, honestly, like, if he's not hotter than me, sure. If I know my, um, like, we're married or we're just having a night out, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Buy her a drink. I don't want to spend my money on her. This guy. <laughs> See? He he's he's romantic. I don't know what to say. I mean, hey, you're not only I, complimenting your significant other, but mm-hmm. you are providing them with drinks. That I'm not paying for. Exactly. Yeah. You know, get her drunk and deal with her at night. Give her the satisfaction she needs then. But right now, give her the satisfaction she needs right now by getting her a drink. Now big ball, big ball brain over here. Of course. Now gigantic brain. Oh, Dynamax brain, as the kids say. Dynamax. This is Pokemon. <laughs> but um the the idea of the club, I don't know. It it never interests me. It never did. Like as far as like going in there, you know, the music like the music's nice, but like I just know the club is a place that breeds problems oh my okay okay. i I love how you say this because i i have seen this happen twice one near the city near us and also in the city of new york as well and you you said that you don't love the you you weren't a big club guy of course the club the life to be is near my house growing up so i fell in love right away and all that stuff when um for those who know the life to be is a teenage club and kalo lives close to my house where i grew up so he knows all the stories of that. Oh yeah. But, so the start, one of the, you talk about like all the crazy stuff that happened to the club. I seen in the city of New York, um, a guy who's like, you know, he's vibing with this girl. They were making out. Um, I saw his hand slide into her pants and start. Yo. And like, mind you, they don't know each other. They just started hanging up on the club and he's, um, yeah. And then she, you see, her hand taking out of her pants, her his hand out of her pants, and the guy does it again. She takes it out and just slaps him like playfully. I said stop, and then he, she said, "Oh, you kiss my boobs over here." He did that, but here's the second part. It gets better while this man is vibing with this girl. Right, 
he, his boy's touching his shoulder. He's like, yo, bro, you want to drink? Yo, bro, yo, bro. And I'm just like, this guy's macking with a girl. He's making out with her. He's vibing. And your boy's in the back. Like, yo, you want another shot? You want, you want a shot? shot? You, you want, want a shot? shot? I'm just like, oh, my. Not only did he side his hand in his pants in an open public, the fact that your boy is just like overing on you, be like, yeah, man, you get that. You want a shot? Like, uh, that was just like the most craziest thing I ever seen. And I was just bam, flabbergasted. If I could, <laughs> if I could use that word. <clears throat> That's the thing. And this is what I worry about whenever it comes to the club. You could be out there having a good time with your boys or your girls, whoever. And then you can look to your left. And like, this is in close proximity. I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not scared of germs. Hey, whatever you got to do, you got to do. But someone could be just doing exactly what you mentioned right next to you. Oh, 100%. 100%, 100%, 100%. And put your put their hand on you. And like, I don't want none of that. I don't. First of all, I don't want to see that like right next to me, especially like if I'm having a good time. Look, boom. There it is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, like, no, boom. no. Like that. That just don't happen. Um, you talk about good times. I went out to the bar um, Sunday after I spoke to you. I don't know if you saw my story. Um, and the reason why I post when I go out to the bars on, on my Snapchats is because I don't remember. Because you know I go hard when I go out. And I don't remember a lot. So I post on Snapchat. So I, I don't black out. I just have shitty memory. So like I just posted there just to be like, what happened? It's like a diary. Yeah. Like, yeah. You you get and then it go comes back. Like Sunday night, I do not know what happened. Like, and I have no rec like I have it's like a movie, it's like pizza and pieces. And I hardly remember. And I'm pretty sure I saw somebody doing um in the to- in the bathroom stall and literally cleaning the to- the um toilet seat. He was like I missed the seat, so I'm cleaning it. Um, he missed the toilet, so he's cleaning the seats because he, um, got it on the rim. He did a rim job. I think that's how the, I think I think that's how kids use the word. This probably. guy. They use he used the rim. He got a rim job on the seat, so he was cleaning it. But I was just like, oh, thanks, dude. You cleaned that seat. Yeah. That's also what I mean. Like people just don't care. Like. One of my favorite uh, comedians of all time, Dane Cook, talked about bathrooms in public and how no matter what, no matter where, whatever you go as far as using the bathroom in public, everything is always damp. There is water everywhere. You don't know if it's pee or water. You just kind of assume it's pee. Even the on the sticky. counter, the floor sticky. Floor sticky. The bathroom stall doors are kicked in by freaking like Stallone, just coming in, breaking down your door. Not, not gonna lie, I have done that multiple times. Just walk, be like, <clears throat> I mean, like it's satisfying. It feels like you're in an action movie, but then whenever you got to close the door and use the bathroom, you're kind of like worried the door is gonna fall off the hinge, <laughs> thus exposing everything. But the environment of the club and like I've seen on TikTok, like people cleaning up after everyone leaves the club, how people leave their phones, leave water bottles, leave practically all of their belongings on the club floor. Not even the club floor in the sink. People leave like the half finished drinks in the bathroom stalls. I'm just like, why? Like It's a time. Know? It's a time. And like, I, 
I know I can't survive that anymore. If I do, then put me on the the bench for the next two weeks as far as like social interactions go. I I, I know we talked about um being too old to go into the clubs and all that. Like I, I'm just okay just vibing with my friends and then going to the bar. Like I, I think I think the old I think the age is twenty five now, Kev. I think you stop going at the age of twenty five and you just start going to the bars. So you're saying start now. Yeah, because I, I had more fun at the bars than I had at um the club. I mean, fair enough. The bar, like, that's also a thing, too. The bar and the club are two separate environments. They're two different places, two different things. Treat them differently. Like, the bar is more or less a hangout, like, just chill vibes. Like, we don't set the bar. We are the bar. Shout out to WWE. But... It's more or less you're chilling there, chill time. You can have fun, do whatever. Club is like you are. Club is like you're on the hunt. You are the predator from Alien versus Predator. Insert the the heat vision, vision here. Like you're hunting, you're on the prowl. Mm-hmm. Bar, you're just kind of like hanging out, just hoping for the best. You're just hoping for the best here. And I don't know, like, what are your thoughts on the bar too? In closing. Um. Yeah, yay. That's a, that's an upvote from DJ AM. We love it. We love it. But what we do love is more episodes of the Get Comfy podcast. Of course, you can catch them every single Sunday. You can catch more episodes of the Get Comfy Lowdown every Wednesday. And if you like that, go check out the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Podcast Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only... And we will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.